everyone. Welcome to Let's Celebrate. This is a weekly movie review podcast. Each episode, we take a look at a movie released during This Week in History. We're starting with mostly movies released in 1998. We hope you enjoy our show, and we encourage you to participate here or in social media platforms in discussion about the episode or what you hope to see in future episodes. I'm Steve. I'm Ryan. And we are back. Um, we Last week, we did Die Hard. Yep. Great movie. Fun, great movie. We talked a little bit about a villain that's going to be in this week's movie. Yes. uh, Which is Heath Ledger as Joker Joker. in The Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're doing The Dark Knight this week. Not not as old as some of the other movies because we're doing a lot from 20 years ago. We did some 25. Right. We did um, 30 last week with um, Die Hard. But Dark Knight's just 10. Yeah. But it's such an iconic movie already. I think it's, it's only 10 years, but it seems like a lot longer. It does feel like a lot longer ago. I mean, we lost Heath Ledger. Before the movie came out. Before the movie came out, yeah. Like, yeah. That, is that, that January? Year. Yeah. yeah. Is that January? And it just feels like so much longer ago. Yeah. Um, but such an iconic movie that we couldn't pass this up. Um, and if you were again, on... If you were on the internet last week when the actual 10th anniversary was, no one else could pass it up either. No one else passed we, it up. We were talking about this for a around. while. We're like, oh, we should do this. And yep. then those days, literally every page I read did a thing about how yep. is Dark Knight 10 years later? How is Dark Knight Does it still hold later? up today? Yeah. The, the, a spoiler alert, hell fucking yes it does. Yeah. It's only 10 years. Yes, but it's but still. still. Um, so we are going to talk about Dark Knight, but I would be remiss to start talking about Dark Knight without talking a little bit about previous Batmans. Yes. Because I think you have to lay that foundation before you come into this movie. Yes. So it, it was a long road to get here. It really was. Do you want to start all the way back, or do we just consider the Batman movie starting with Keaton? I mean, you have to have a discussion of the 60s Batman just because for a whole generation... That's what Batman was, because they might not have read the comic books, right. but they thought it was this goofy thing Adam where West. he dances and pow, biff, yeah. holy rusted metal, you know, <clears throat> all that kind of stuff. The sure. bat phone, him hanging out in the middle of the day. Sure. So that was, you know, and like, hey, that Batman's fun. It is. It's, uh, that Batman became mayor of Quahog. Yes. So, and that that is a fun Batman. Yeah. There's but, nothing wrong with that Batman. It's not my favorite no, Batman, but it's a fun Batman. But starting with Keaton, Batman takes a different tone. Yes. At least in film. He's always been a, a bit darker. In the comics. In the comics. Yes. But in the film, he takes a much different tone starting with Keaton. Yeah, so the 89 Batman, directed by Tim Burton, was one of the biggest movies of the 80s. I mean, it's up there with Back to the Future, Beverly Hills Cop, Raiders. It's, it's a movie we talked about a few weeks ago when we talked about logos of movies and how movies yeah. were were advertised this movie i i can i can remember it like it was yesterday oh i can too all of, the poster the poster was just the batman bat, bat signal like the bat symbol yeah and um people were that was when it was cool to like shave stuff in your hair so people oh, were doing the bat everywhere. symbol yeah um i still have at my parents house they still have it like a batman glass that you could get from yep. mcdonald's for like five bucks yep um, it was like Batman in 89 was the biggest thing. It was. 89 was a big year for movies. I mean, Indiana Jones, the last crusade came out that year. Um, Ghostbusters too, but it was, it Batman. was Batman. It was Batman. It was Batman. I love Indiana Jones. I love a lot of the other movies. Mm-hmm. 
But for whatever reason, the only one that stands out as 1989 was, was Batman. Batman. Yeah, it's not my favorite I still, of the 89. No, but. I still watch Indiana Jones more often. Yeah. I do all this other stuff, but Batman. Yeah. Batman, for me, defined the movie theater experience in 1989. Yes, exactly. And then um, 1992, Batman Returns comes Batman Returns. out. Um, little weirder, a little bit more adult, little sexy. Yep. A uh, little disgusting, but... Um, that begat um, the animated series, which we've talked about before, is yes. one of the greatest cartoons ever. I don't think there is... I, I think it just hit a uh, an anniversary, too, this last week, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, and uh, we talked about the animated movie that came from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Batman and... <laughs> the newest uh, one, but yeah. the best one's Mask of the Phantasm. But yeah. Right, but Batman, Batman and, and Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn so yeah. we'll, we'll watch that. So um, um, we, we had Batman, the animated series, on Fox for the first few years, and then WB. Yep. We had a soft reboot. Um, changed Batmans, went from Keaton to um, Kil- Kilmer. Kilmer. Changed directors. We went from Tim Burton to Joel Schumacher, and we had Batman Forever, which introduced... Robin had um, one of the craziest performances from Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones doing something as Two-Face. Horrible Two-Face, I might add. Um, Nicole Kidman, really hot. Nicole Kidman was in it. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, so it was another huge movie. It was probably one of the biggest movies in 95. I mean, It it really was. I think it was the first... Or maybe second movie to make over fifty million at the box office. <laughs> it really was. But then you go from that to Batman and Robin, which is Ooh, hands wow. down. Even if you go back to the sixties, it's the worst. This is the worst Batman. Oh, because the sixties one is fun. This is. There was nothing redeeming it's about this movie. Inducing. There nothing is nothing redeeming. There's bat nipples that people have talked about. The one-liners in this is terrible. I think still the worst thing about this movie is when they again like all of a sudden Batman's out in the middle of the day because you talk about Batman eighty nine he's in the shadow people don't know if he exists he's an I, urban legend yeah Batman and Robin he is at like a gala where they're like look Batman and Robin here and they're waving to everybody yeah and then Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy Poison God Ivy. I feel bad for her in this movie because oh. she was actually not bad she tried yeah she she was the only but one. then you had Alicia Silverstone yeah but um. She comes in and like kisses everybody, and everybody wants her. So they start bidding against each other, and he takes out from his utility belt the bat card. And it yeah, says, which I just went, "Are you kidding?" Me? Yeah, and it says, "Never leave the cave without it." Yeah, I was sixteen when this movie came out, and I'm like, "That's the worst thing that's ever been in the f- history of film." Yeah, there's no doubt. So, so that from literally killed Batman in the, in the movies. Really did. Almost we, 10 years. Then we go from Batman and Robin to Batman Begins. Which, I love Dark Knight. Dark Knight is one of the best films. But for me personally, my favorite Batman movie is Batman Begins because well, it's the one that gets Bruce Wayne. This movie is the first one that you start to see someone other than the Batman. Yeah. You do. You see the Bruce Wayne character yeah, you more. You have Bruce Wayne. You have Gotham you, you is a have, bigger role. Yeah, a lot of these, and that, that's something we should mention, even even the 1989 Batman focused, focused very narrowly around Batman and the villain. Yeah, Batman, Joker, Vicky Vale. Yeah. And Commissioner Gordon wasn't even in that much, and he was kind of a puss. Right. Batman Begins, you start to feel like, okay, now we're in... We're in Gotham. Gotham City. Here's the criminals. Here's the cops. Here's This the is what city. the city's like. This is yeah. seedy. It's dark. It's and, dirty. It's... And like I said, Dark Knight's probably a better film. But personally, 
opinion she, wise, I like Batman Begins more because I think Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne in this is so good, and they understand Bruce Wayne because they say, you know, this is the mask. Batman well, is you, and this is where. This is where it all starts back up. Yeah. And everybody was badly burnt with Batman and Robin. I mean, it tanked oh, after God. that first week. It did well the first week. They're like, okay, we're going to make another one. So they're going to do, I think it was like Batman Fantastic or something like that. Yeah. Scarecrow was going to be in it. They're writing it. Um, they're going to have the guy that wrote Seven write this, which would have been interesting. Could have been interesting. Um, but after Batman and Robin and just the hatred of that movie, they like, we're going to, we're going <clears> to. <throat> have Batman take a little bit of a nap and he did well, and he came back with Batman Begins which wasn't uh, that big of a hit I mean it was it was good it made like 200 million which does sounds like a lot but when other movies are doing like 250 280 and this is Batman which the old Batmans did better they're like okay but the important thing was people watched it and then watched it on video and watched this, it on HBO and they're like oh this is a good one this movie this movie is why we talk about the Dark Knight. Yeah, and it sets up the Dark Knight because they did the table setting in this movie, so you didn't have to worry about yeah. that. You know Gordon. You yep. know Bruce Wayne. You know Batman. You know his family. You got Gotham. So You have everything set in Batman And the Begins. movie ends with the tease for Joker. It's like, you know, um, do you, I love the end of Batman Begins because Commissioner Gordon's talking to him. He's like... You know, do you worry about escalation? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, you dress up like this, and now look at this guy, and he turns over like evidence. And it's the Joker card. It's Joker card, yeah. And Batman goes, I'll look into it, and swoops off, boom, Batman and Dark begins Knight. title card. Yeah. And that's where Dark Knight starts. Yeah. And um, here's the thing that I'll say. I am, I'm not one of those Christian, Christopher Nolan fanboys that will like fight you if you don't love him. No. But I think he's one of the best directors working right now. He's probably the best big picture director working right now. And it's what's re happening with him reminds me of what happened to Spielberg in the mid-80s. People just got jealous of him, and they're like trying to be cool, and they're like, he's overrated. It's like Christopher Nolan is a damn good director, and it shows... Well, I mean, it showed since Memento. But yeah, it really did. Batman Begins was a great movie, and then well, he does Dark Knight, which is his opus. Dark Knight is... Probably the best of the franchise, mm -hmm. even though I like Batman Begins it's maybe the, more. It's the best made film, but I would say, like, we'll get to the one reason I don't like it as much as Batman Begins. We'll okay. get to that in a little bit. But the movie opens up, and um, before we start, one of my favorite movies of the 90s is Heat. Um, okay. One of my favorite directors is Michael Mann. Okay. So this movie starts out, and um, one thing I really love is the weird score, because you're used yeah. to... Like, I love, love, love the Danny Elfman Batman score. But this movie doesn't Well, you can't happen. go wrong with it. And this movie starts out with ja-junk, ja-junk, and like these strings it's... that are literally screaming. And it starts out with this um, shot, this beautiful shot of just this guy in the middle of the street holding a Joker mask. And it starts. And we're in the middle of this bank robbery. I love how, you know, and, and so being a nerd, being a Dungeons & Dragons guy... Mm -hmm. A lot of Dungeons and Dragons and other movies and, 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 and games you play, they start out with, all right, well, here you got to go here to find your quest, and here you got to yeah. do this, and you got to do this. One of my favorite games I ever ran was I wrote up an adventure that I ran once. Mm -hmm. And it started with, for anybody who's out there who's a nerd like me, 
you know what I'm going to say when I say roll for initiative. The very first word out of my mouth was this party sat down, everybody was sitting there talking, I said roll for initiative. That's what this movie does. Yeah, it does. It doesn't it's, start out in a, it doesn't start in a bar with okay, here's what's gonna happen. It yeah. starts out with roll for initiative, let's go. Yeah, it starts out like <clears> the first <throat> shot is this guy holding. And it's a beautiful shot. Wally Fister, you know, shot the hell out of this movie. It's he's framed with all these big and like I love Dark Knight too, the shooting of it because it's Chicago. They shot it in Chicago. They did shoot it in Chicago, and it's you know everybody always says the quintessential movies Blues Brothers from Chicago. It is. It but is. I always think this is one, too. Even though it's Gotham City, this is Chicago. Yeah. And um, so they have this shot, and it's River North. And, you know, there's this big bank. And um, so they have this big scene. And it starts out, and the guy's doing something with the bank robbery. And then he's like, okay, I've gotten the um, silent alarm. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, and then he shoots him. And then the next guy does something. Uh, the next guy... Um, gets the the um, safe open. He gets shot. The yeah. next guy gets shot. And then you get to the point where, you know, the guy's like, are you going to kill me? He's like, no, I kill the bus driver. And the bus comes in, kills that guy. And yeah. then um, William Fainter playing just a small little role um, is like the mob lawyer because this is a mob bank. He's like, stupid, what are you doing? This is a mob bank. Yeah. He's like, you know, and it's the reveal. He's like, what makes us crazy? Makes us stranger. Bam! Music yep. cue, first shot of the Joker. And there's the Joker right there. First, and like this movie gave me goosebumps so many times. This was so, the first one. I alluded to it in the last episode that we recorded. But Heath Ledger. Oh. Fucking God. Yeah. And this was the first time in this movie that gave me goosebumps. Because he just yes. says that. He's like, you know, this makes you a stranger. And he takes off the takes mask. Takes off the and mask, and there's him. the Joker's face. Yeah, and like, again... And this is... Now, let's catch this. This is a different Joker face than we've ever seen before. Yeah, because at this time, the most iconic Joker for moviegoer audience... Now, I ride and die Mark Hamill. Yeah. Ride or die Mark Hamill Joker. Yep. Other than Heath Ledger, but everybody... I didn't like Jack Nicholson. It's Nicholson's Joker. Joker is everybody's, everybody's vision, though. Yeah, and I never liked him. I didn't think he was a good Joker because I'm a nerd and I liked... Comics, and he was not Joker to me. No, he, he was, wasn't. As one person uh, said, he was the crazy uncle that might kill you. Yeah, but for me, loving the comics. Mm -hmm. But it was still, like, even the comics. It's this still is not, not this Joker. Yeah, because he's got messed up scars on his face. Joker doesn't have scar is, tissue. Yeah. The, the paint's not perfect. The paint's then. not perfect. It's just all it's just there. And, yeah. But again, you know, the great music just... Yeah. And, like, people always go against this now with um, Inception, like, all oh, the music's too much. No, this music no. works perfectly. So that's, that's this is the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. And you're already hooked in it. So then, It you really know, doesn't have much of a letdown from there, either. No. Until, again, I'll get to the point well, I okay. don't like about this. But then we meet um, Harvey Dent, played by, um, I was about to say Christopher Eccleston, but that's Doctor no, Who. No, that's Doctor Who. <laughs> Not him. I um, had lots of Doctor Who episodes this last week when I was sick. They had a yes. marathon on. I watched. But that would have been an interesting uh, Harvey Dent. Um, Only if he has a TARDIS as well. Yes, as a TARDIS. But um, so we we meet Harvey Dent. Um, he is the new hot shot lawyer. He's working with Maggie Gyllenhaal, who took over from Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes as the love interest yeah. of Bruce Wayne. Yep. Um, and we're still in the world of Gotham City. This is before all this craziness is happening. His biggest concern right now is mobs. We're getting the yeah. mafia out. And again, 
as a Batman nerd. That's bat. That's the early Batmans. It was all about the. It was all crime about families. cleaning up the crime family. Yeah, that's why you have the. Um, oh my God! What, what's his name? Falcone. Um, Falcones. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, we're still in Batman Begins territory. This is that's what Dark Knight's so good because it acts like they said at the end. It escalates everything. So yeah. we're still there, and um, the Harvey gets you know gun pulled on him. He's like, "This is why you buy American," and smacks the guy. And um, so he's this. He's new, the hero. He's the he's hero the... of. He's the hero that Gotham <sighs> deserves. They he say is... that a lot. Yeah, they do. He's the hero that the light can shine on Gotham. Yes, he's the white knight of Gotham. So yeah, um, he's there. He's got a relationship with Maggie Gyllenhaal, Rachel's character, Rachel Dawes. And, um, you know, he's talking about cleaning the streets. Yep. And then we go, we finally meet Batman after this. Yep. And it's weird because you're like, why it, does Batman look so fat? And why, why does he have a shotgun? And then you realize there's copycats. And it's one of my yeah. favorite cameos. Um, Scarecrow's back in it because yep. he, at the end of Batman Begins, he's crazy now because he got the gas he in got his the face. Gas in his but face. he was never captured. So, no. you know, um, it, it reminds me of like a James Bond film, which Christopher Nolan is huge fan of James Bond. You know, yep. you're ending the last movie at the beginning of this one. And you need to do that because we're about to go down a totally new way. Right. Um, so he sees, um, he gets Scarecrow, captures him in... By the way, Scarecrow, was great. For, a, for a comic book reader, uh-huh. is one of my favorite Batman villains. Yeah. God, I love Scarecrow. Yes. Anyway. Um, but he captures him, uh, stops the two copycats, gets bit by a dog, so there's some like foreshadowing because he goes to Lucius Fox, played again by Morgan Freeman. Morgan like, Freeman, so um, good. And it's like a whole meta commentary about the first um, suit. He's like, I want to be able to move in this. It's like, that was the problem with the first Batman suit. He yeah. couldn't move. Yeah. He's like, well, this is it might not help against dogs, but cats, so they're you know setting up Catwoman, Catwoman coming up of course. for the next movie. But you know he gets his new suit, stuff like that. Um, and you find out that him and Commissioner Gordon are taking down all the mob yep. banks. Yes, they are. Um, so he's not really worried about Joker. He's hearing about it. Commissioner Gordon says something again about Joker. He's like, yeah, 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 I'll look into it. It's not number one on Batman. Number one radar. priority is still cleaning up the city. This mm-hmm. guy is just some crazy yeah. lunatic. We'll get him. Yeah. So, um, But he can't do more damage than the families do. Yes. So then we have a um, scene where... They go and try to stop all of the banks, but Lau, yep. um, guy from Hong Kong, mm-hmm. he took all their money. He's like, "Hey, I know what you guys need. I did it without you asking. There's no extradition to mm-hmm. um, China. They're not right. going to take me. So right. there's nothing that they can do." And this is where the Joker shows back up because he's already robbed a lot of the banks of the mob. So he's not a popular character with the mobs correct but he comes in and one of the angry ones michael j white who's an awesome action star in his own right he was spawn and does a lot of martial arts films yep he's like the crime boss of one and one of the best scenes of this movie one of the most iconic scenes he goes up he's like go take this guy he's like i'm going to do a magic trick stabs the pencil into the um table he goes watch I'm going to make this pencil disappear and just slams Bam! the guy's head down and like goes into his eye and he dies and he's like, ta-da. Yeah. This is the introduction, you know, this is the main introduction to the Joker. Cause I mean, we saw him before and he's so fucking creepy it's, in this scene. And again, this takes Joker a different direction mm-hmm. cause he's because he's licking his lips and well, and not just that, but the Joker previously 
would have done some flashy thing. Yeah, he was theatrical and, and like, woohoo, yeah, you yeah. Know. So you think, okay, here comes a theatrical thing from the Joker again, and all of a sudden, the pencils disappeared yeah. into this guy's face. Which is like a Joker thing, but it's not, but it's you not, know, it's not, we're not vaudeville like the last right. you want. He doesn't have a gun that goes bang, which again is Joker, but this is, this is the Joker for this world and right. it fits in because if they would have had jack nicholson joker in this world it wouldn't, wouldn't have, work it wouldn't work because we're and quasi-realistic you you touched on it a second ago with the licking of his lips uh-huh Ooh. and just um where Man. he's like talking to the the guy on the tv and he's just like pointing all jittery. he's like yeah he's j- his hands are moving and then um, the guy like calls him a freak he's like ooh, ooh, haha, oh and like he does that weird laugh he's like not a freak and like He's yeah. like, you could tell he's, he's like, I'm not going to lose my anger here and kill all of them because I need them for my plan. But you can tell he's like, I'm going to remember this guy. And yep. he does because in the next few scenes, you know, kills that guy. And he says, I have one open after they kill. He That's the first iconic, do you know how I got these scars? Do you know how I got these scars? And like, he's like, put them in my lap. Let's put a smile on that face and just kills him. And yeah. again, with the electric guitar, just, you know. Yeah. God, the sound design in this is just awesome. It's really good. Um, but, you know, so now the Joker is working with him, and he's saying, hey, you know, I don't <laughs> – I love when he looks at Lau. He's like, the Batman's going to get him, and he's going to talk. I can tell squealers, and he just looks at the guy, and he turns off – like, Lau turns off the phone. So he's like, I'm going to get Batman for you. You guys pay me this money that you have, and I'll get the Batman. Right. And they don't really want to at this time, but then it escalates because um, Dent comes up with the whole, you know, plan where he's going to charge them all as one. So anybody that did anything, they're all charged yep. under because they're all in the same thing. So that's happening. And um, Batman, the first time in any movie, Batman leaves Gotham City. He actually goes to Hong Kong. Yes, he does. Um, has an awesome scene where he's. Um, because again, Lau makes it away, but Batman doesn't care about any judicious, no. you know, laws or, you know, no. uh, domestic and international problems. He's like, I'm going to Hong Kong and I'm taking him. So yep. he kidnaps him and gets the hell out of Dodge and brings him back. And now, um, he's in lockup. He's with, um, Commissioner Gordon's people. But there's one thing that's been going through this movie. Who doesn't trust Commissioner Gordon's people? Well, Dent, Dent doesn't because yes. Dent kind of he was he IA. That, yeah, he, he knows that the police force is dirty and crooked. Yeah, because it is Gotham City. Yeah. So he's like, don't trust these guys. So he, you know, uh, but Rachel's like, I vouch for him. Gordon's good. These are his people. He's like, I, and I, I, you know, try to get these guys. I know what they are. Yeah. But um, that kind of takes the back seat because now the Joker, now they're going to um, really do what the Joker wants. Yeah. Because. Now they're pissed because Rico. They're like, hey, I don't want to go down. So they they do it. And the first thing that um, Joker does is few of them, Commissioner Gordon, um, not Commissioner yet. He's Lieutenant. Lieutenant Gordon. Gordon. Commissioner Loeb mm-hmm. um, and the mayor. They're all talking. All of a sudden, thump. And I remember that made me jump in the theater. There's a person like with the bat- the Joker scars in the Batman suit. Yeah. And um, Joker comes out on TV. And again, like the creepiest thing, which was actually directed. This scene is directed by Heath Ledger. Was like, it really? Yeah. Christopher Nolan's like, go to town with this. Oh, he did so good with yeah, this Yeah, he scene. did this and the one with Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, he directed both of these. And Ooh. he's just like um, jittery and the camera's moving. And you can hear the stuff moving. He's like, 
tell me. And like Joker gets really scared. He's like, I'm not Batman. He's like, you know, Batman better unmask himself or I'm going to keep killing you people in Gotham. Right. Um, and then after that, we get the scene where um, he figures out, you know, a person named Matt Harvey and a guy named something Dent are killed. And one of my favorite scenes in this, just because it's um, Batman's a detective. And this is one of the only times you ever see this in the movie. Like he takes the bolt. He like goes to the cops. He's like, give me five minutes in here. And they're like, no, fuck you. Who are you? And Gordon's like, no, let him do it. Yeah. Let him and he takes it. a bullet and he goes back and he shoots the bullet and he puts it together and he figures it out. Yeah. And they figure out that they're going to try to kill the um, mayor. Um, Bruce Wayne gets there because it's the middle of the day and this isn't, you know, so, Batman and Robin. Batman's right. just not running around. No, in but the he's daylight. there to make sure that Batman Ma- is there. Yeah. Bruce Wayne is there. Um, <coughs> he He's investigating and. Um, Cops are kidnapped and Joker's people take right. over. Try to kill um, the mayor, but Gordon saves the mayor and is supposedly killed in action. Right. And um, I love this scene too because Batman's pissed. And um, Oh, yeah. So Gordon is talking to one of his um, cops and he's like, I don't think he's coming. He's like, I don't think he wants to talk to me. Heaven help whoever he's going to talk to. And then you go to the night scene with Eric Roberts. And he's just like, he's got one of the sleaziest lines there in this like loud nightclub and the girl he's with, he's like, why are we here? It's too loud to talk. And he goes, baby, what do you think makes me want to hear you talk? Yeah. (laughs) And and then like he beats the hell out of all these guys and he pulls them up. He's like, see, you're really bad at this from this um, height. I'm not going to die. And he's like, that's the point. And just drops, just drops him. him. And you see both of his like legs just, just shatter there. So uh, he's like, we, you know, you scared us. We did this. We can't do anything. But he gave him an idea of where Joker's right. going to be. But the Joker said, you have to unmask yourself. So Bruce is going to do it. Um, oh, one scene we did forget was the other scar scene where um, Bruce wants Dent to be this white knight because then he can stop being Batman. Yeah. And he can go and have this life with Rachel. And he right. said that. He's like, he's going to do this. So he does uh, um, in his penthouse because his house was blown up at the end of Batman Begins. Which it was. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in the penthouse and he has this big party and Joker comes in and like terrorizes everybody and he leaves. Like Batman. I always love this scene because yeah, I love how Rachel gets thrown out the window and Batman just goes out and no one talks. So did Joker just go, oh, he left. Yeah. All right, see you guys later. Or did he, like, murder everyone in there and then leave? There's no real follow-up on that, is there? No, like, he, like, Batman straight up leaves all these guys alone in the penthouse. When Batman jumps out that window, what happens? Yeah, then, like, you know, you see him save it, and she's like, let's not do this again. Fade to black, it's like two days later, like, oh. And, like, I didn't even think about it until, like, one of the later times, I'm like, but what happened to all them? Did he just, did Joker just flat murder all those people? I think he's just, like... No, Batman left. This isn't fun anymore. So it just leaves. He's like, come on, guys. He, he eats a few more shrimp. Probably. But, like, that's the scene where he talks to um, Rachel and says, Do you know, you how, know how I got these the scars? Other, yeah. You know how I get these scars? And he tells a totally different story. Yeah, totally different story. Um, but so, yeah, we're at the point where he has to unmask himself. Bruce is going to do it for the um, betterment of yeah, Gotham. And um, Rachel's like, You can't do that. But then she gets mad when she doesn't because I don't get because it. Because it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Women. Yeah, exactly. But um, Dent then um, says, says, I'm Batman. Batman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Puts his hands out, gets handcuffed. Bruce is like, oh, okay. So he's being uh, moved. And of course, Joker attacks him. And again, this is 
a Chicago scene. Oh, um, really is. I actually knew a person that worked, because this is, takes place, if you know where Lower Wacker and Upper Wacker is, that takes place right here, and there's all these office Under buildings. the L's and everything else. I used to have a person that I worked with when I was in marketing. He was a salesperson. He worked there. And they couldn't get in and out for like yeah. a week because well, they were shooting this scene. It's, I mean, that's a very, if you, and the, if you the, know Chicago at all, mm -hmm. that's a very important intersection mm -hmm. for downtown. Yeah. And he has all these pictures because his building is on Wacker. It's right on the river. Yeah. And that's where they had the tumblers, the Batmobiles. Yep. So he has this picture and he showed me of him like they just parked all the Batmobiles and he's got his Stand thumbs up and thumbs with up. like seven different Batmobiles. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this is, you know, takes place in Wacker and they go underneath the old post office and everything. But this scene is just beautifully done because it starts out there up on Upper Wacker. Yeah. And they have to go down because there's this well, great scene of just. And it goes quiet, and there's just the scene of a fire truck blazing on fire. And it's just, you know, a great... Let's set this for a second part. for those people who don't maybe know. I mean, remember we have a listener from Canada who's probably never been to Chicago. Yeah. With the reason there's an upper and lower whacker, it literally is uh -huh. a street on one level. Yeah. And then and a street on the other level. street that it. goes below those in some buildings, you know, it goes yeah. under the post office. So the one on the um, quote -unquote Right surface. next to the Chicago River. Yeah, and the one on the quote-unquote surface is Upper Wacker, uh -huh. and the one underneath that one is Lower Wacker. Yeah, so Upper Wacker, you know, you're in the street, there's a lot of stuff that can help, but they put this, I love it, it's just this flaming um, yes. thing, and they're like, we gotta go down, I think they call it Lower Fifth. So, yeah, something like, like that. And they're like, oh, we gotta go down, so now they're in this place, nobody else is on the street, because they've shut down they've everything. shut it down. And, um, of course, they come, and uh, I love that they get, like, the... Um, truck that, you know, laughter is the best medicine. He writes S, so it says slaughter is the best medicine. Yeah. And he opens the thing and he just starts shooting at where Harvey Dent is because he's being moved. Yep. Batman comes and there's huge scene. They go back up uh, out of Lower Wacker into, like, we are in the heart of the business district now of Chicago. Right um, across the street from Trump Tower. Yeah, where it wasn't there at the time. Right, it wasn't there at the time. But, I mean, like, if you don't know this area, they're about... A few blocks from the Tribune's not too far Tribune's away. The Wrigley Building, Sears Towers, Sears right Towers, there. right around the corner. Yeah, so we're in the business di district, and again, they shoot it in a way that you can see all these big buildings. But um, one of the coolest stunts ever, they flip that. They actually flip the truck because, like you know, Batman goes underneath the tires and puts it around the things, and they actually flip that truck for real. Yeah, and then you know, a scene that has to be an homage from Batman where, you know, in the original movie, Joker takes out his gun and he's shooting down the bat wing as he's coming to him. Right. In this, you know, he gets out of the truck in the bat cycle, whatever it's called. Bat the bat pod. motorcycle? I don't yeah. know what you're going to call it. I think it's called bat pot or something like that. Whatever. It's coming at him and like Joker's just like, hit me, come on, hit me. And she's like shooting around him. Yeah. Of course, Batman bails out because he's not going to kill him because Batman doesn't kill. Bat until. At least, at least in these movies, until Batman until... versus Superman. That's... And we're not going to talk about that. No. But he's like, hit me, hit me. And he doesn't hit him, you know. But then, ha, you know, Commissioner Gordon's actually not dead. He saves the day. Yeah. Joker's put in jail. Oh, okay, the movie must be over. They ca nope. they captured him. Nowhere near. But they but they have him. Yeah. Gordon's fine. You know, Dent is ready to go. And and Batman saved. The Batman's still alive. Batman's fine. So where Joker's we in jail. Him? Oh, yeah, so Joker has a whole plan for this. This has already been planned. Yeah, um, he goes to jail, but when he goes to jail, um, both Rachel and um, Harvey are captured. 
They yes. don't know where they are. Um, this is such a... Now he's Commissioner Gordon because the other thing Joker's been doing is he killed the judge. Yeah. He killed, he killed the commissioner. commissioner. So now he's Commissioner Gordon and um, he has to go back because we don't know where Rachel or Dent are. By the way, this Rachel and, and Dent thing, isn't this just such a brilliant terrorist strategy? Mm-hmm. What he does to them too? Yeah. Wow. But, um, so we have an interrogation scene and I love it because like it's really dark. Yeah. You can just see Joker. And then he's like, oh, is this good cop, bad cop as uh, Gordon's leaves? Like something like that. Turn on the light. Yeah. Bam. Jo- uh, Batman's, Batman's there, right behind him. And he just him. slams his head into it. And yes. I love Joker. And like one thing I read is you don't know who the Joker is. You never find out. And like Nolan says, it's whoever you want it to be. But he always said that he thought that it was like a special ops army guy that had PTSD and went okay. crazy. And that makes sense because he's got weapons training. He can fight. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And there's this part where he like slams his head on the ground. He's like <coughs> on the table. He's like, you don't do that because I'm already hurt. I'm all fuzzy. I'm not going to feel the pain. Right. And Batman's like, I'll just, oh, that's fine. And then, you like know. He's basically coaching Batman on how to torture someone. Yeah, how to beat the hell out of him. And then like he, I mean, this scene is so physical because oh my god, Heath Ledger's not that big of a guy. In this scene, you can really tell because he like there's one part where Christian Bale like picks him up and Heath Ledger goes ragdoll. I mean, I don't know how he did that, and he just completely trusts him. And he throws him onto the side and everything like that. He's like, "Tell me where she is," and beats the hell out of it's... him. So finally, Joker says, "Gordon's here." I mean, uh, um, Dent's here, here and Rachel's, Rachel's here. here. So he goes after Rachel. He has the cops go after Dent. Uh, Dent. But there's stuff still going on at the precinct because this big fat guy came in. He's talking about stars and he's crazy. He's a cop killer. But he's talking about how his stomach hurts. Yeah. And he falls down about this time. And one of um, commissioner's people go in there and he's like, you know, the only time you really get close to someone is when you kill them. So I might know my friends. I might know your friends better than me. Do you want to know the ones that cried? He's like, oh, well, I'm going to beat you up. I know you're going to like this, but I'm going to try to like it too. Right. And so um, Batman and the cops are going off to try to get him. And um, they have the speakerphone on so um, they can – Rachel and um, Dent can talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Rachel's decided because she's mad at Batman. They can't be together. She's going to marry Dent now. Yep. And it, um, we didn't really talk too much about the love triangle. Thing. Yeah, I mean, there's it's a not love really triangle. necessary to no. talk about it. I'm only didn't understand that it's there. Yeah, I mean, like um, Dent loves Rachel. Rachel loves Bruce, but no, she can't be with him. Bruce loves Rachel, but she's gonna be with Dent because yeah, he's what because he, he has he to be doesn't Batman have that mask. And, yeah, yeah, and like she said, he has a mask. So she yeah. tells him at this time, "I'll marry you" and everything like that. And then Batman comes in. But Joker is just a prick and actually told him to go to the wrong one. So Batman gets there, of course, because it's Batman, saves Dent. And yep. she goes, I will. Boom. Rachel is and dead. she's dead. And I was surprised because she was in the first one. There was still a lot of story to go with the character. That was actually a brilliant move. Yeah. Directorially. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. This movie is taking up a notch. But um, earlier. Again, again, an escalation. Yeah. And, but earlier, you know, Dent fell over and got his face in some oil and gas. So it, it, he gets him out before it explodes, but the building explodes and his face gets caught on fire. And of course, yeah, he becomes Two-Face later Two-Face on. Later. But um, now we're back at the precinct after this happened. And um, Joker's like, I want my – he's got like the cop with a knife to his throat. And I'll, I love that scene too. I didn't mention that. When he first gets arrested, you see them take everything out of his um, – 
like vest and everything, and they just put knife after knife after There's knife. There's just knives everywhere on this table, and they line it up. It's such a good. Like, oh, it really is. Shit. And again, without saying anything, it says who this Joker is. But um, so Joker's like, I need a, I need to make my phone call. He calls dude that's been talking about his stomach. He's got a bomb in his, you know, stomach. In his stomach. Boom, he blows up. Yeah. The only people left are Joker and Lau. He takes Joker. Or the Joker takes Lau out. But this is my all-time favorite goose bump moment. Like, well, the, like best scene. This is my best okay. scene. Right after all this. All this shit has gone down. It's been loud. It's jujum, jujum, boom, ran. You know, all these sounds. All the stuff happening. They take a moment. All sound goes out. And there's just uh, this cop car that Joker takes. And Joker just sticks his head out the window and puts his head back. And it's just in bliss, and there's no sound. Yeah, it's it's imagine it is like the most fucking perfect moment in that movie. I mean, he just leans out the window, and it's almost like think of it almost like an uh, an old romantic movie where the guy has fallen in love and he's just got his head out yeah. the window and pure happiness is overtaking him, and mm-hmm. that's what's happening here. Yeah, and it's just this really short <clears throat> scene, but um, no one knows. Okay, I've been literally blaring music at you for 10 minutes in this scene. And now scene. it's silent. And it's just silent. And it goes slow motion. And you just see the Joker have his moment. And it is filmmaking perfection. Oh, it yeah. It gives me goosebumps every time I see it. I yeah. can watch that movie all the time. So then we see that. Um, Rachel also gave a note to Bruce saying, I can't be with you. I'm going to be with, you know... Harvey pretty much giving him the middle finger and told um, his butler, who's played by Michael Caine, mm-hmm. he does a great job. He's Alfred. a great Alfred. Yep. Um, but, you know, she said, give it to him when he needs it. She dies. He reads it. He's about to give it to her. But Bruce Wayne, and, like, I love this shot, too. It's just Bruce Wayne sitting there in his Batman outfit, but with the cowl off. With the cowl off. So it's he's just holding Bruce. the cowl in his hand, though. He's just mm-hmm. looking down at it. And he's like, she was going to be with me. So he burns a letter, so he doesn't tell her. Comes up in but Dark Knight Rises. He gets mad about it. But, you know, that's this part. So now, you know, everything's escalated. The Joker's pretty much won now. You've gone from 20 minutes before. Hey, yep. Batman wins. To now, now the Joker, Joker wins. wins. Um, he takes Lau, burns him on top of all of the money. Which was a great scene. Yeah, because he didn't want any of it's that. It's not about... Because this is... This takes us from the opposite direction of Die Hard, which we did a little while ago. Yeah. Or where it was, 15 minutes. Where he was, you know, uh, he was literally just a thief. That wanted money. That wanted money. This goes the opposite way around. Yeah. Joker Joker's like, I just want chaos. Yeah. And, and I don't care about the money. There's a great Michael Caine scene where he's talking about when he was in special ops. There's this guy in the jungles and they kept trying to bribe him. And he's like, he didn't want it. He yeah. just wanted to see the world burn. Yeah. Some people want to see the world burn. Yep. It's just such a great It really moment. is. And that's what, you know, Joker wants. He just is about all the chaos. Mm-hmm. So now we get to, you know, Harvey Dent's messed up. Half his face is gone. Um, he's always had a lucky coin. He's that was flipping the coin. Yeah. You know, everybody's like, you shouldn't do this to chance. He's like, I doesn't. You see that it's two heads. Two like, heads, Because yeah. he's like, heads this, tails this. Um, but you know he, um, Batman. You see Batman find it at the place because he gave it to Maggie. Uh, not Maggie. That's a real Rachel. Name. Rachel before she died. Right. And he puts it on when she he's sick. He's like, I'm so sorry, Harvey. And so like he um, wakes up and Gordon's trying to talk to him because now we know that Gordon's two people were evil. Like yes, they, they were. Took them to where they need to be because it he, worked for the mob. Dent was right. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, they work for the mob and everything like that. And he has his scene with Gordon where he's pissed off at Gordon, which, again, you kind of see. You get it, you know? Point. I'm kind of Two-Face point right now. But I he's am. like, what did they call me in IA? They called me Two-Face. Two and you see his face and it's just And he disgusting. rolls his face over, yeah. yeah. And, like, he's not taking any pain medicine. He yeah. won't put the gauze on his it's face. It's just pure, Literally, like, like oh. bustling from yeah. just pus and everything like that. So um, now we have the scene where he's at the um, – Joker's now said he's going to um, blow up a hospital. They've gotten all of them except for the one – like, they're still doing the one that Dent's at. Yeah. Um, and they have this scene. He's like – Everybody talks about a plan, and this is one of the reasons that people believe like the whole thing about the um, soldier. Because he goes, you know, if a soldier in the Middle East right now blows up, everybody will say it's part of the plan. You try to kill one mayor, and everybody goes crazy. And he's talking mm-hmm. about, he's like, I don't have a plan. I just want to see chaos. I'm just yep. that dog chasing cars. And yep. like he's saying all this in a nursing outfit, which is hilarious. Yeah, but um, you know, he does like a Russian roulette thing with. Dent and he lets him go before he blows up the um the hospital the hospital. So now we have Dent going out killing the cops that you know screwed him over and he is which again yeah I Two Face really is a bad him. guy but do you blame him Yeah I don't really blame Two Face until the very end when he tries to kill Gordon son. Yes that's kind of when he's over that's the line. pushing it Yeah but like he's got his coin now and he is Two Face you know he, now he he's Two Face he is Two Face um but this is where the movie loses me. Okay. I didn't mind it the first time, but it has no replayability. The two ships. I it That doesn't cause chaos. That goes the opposite direction from what the Joker's been doing. But, I mean, I feel like this movie shot out a rocket. Boom, boom, boom. It <coughs> slows down. The pacing it, really slows Yeah, because what it is is he's got this new thing. Okay, you have their bomb. They have your bomb. Anybody tries to leave, I'll blow you both up. But you guys have to decide. You guys decide which ships get yeah, blown up. Yeah, and it's one. It's and like, at midnight, I blow both of them. Yeah. Or whatever. And it's like one ship is full of convicts. Yeah. Because everybody's trying to get off Gotham at this time. Right. And there's no way off. Right. You know, except for, you know, they got the. So it's like one just regular civilians, the other of convicts. And they're like, who's going to blow up? And they're like, oh, we're going to do it. And the convicts is like, no, we're not going to do it. And neither of them do it. Yeah. But it's. I mean, this is the worst. It's an agonizing part few minutes of the movie. The first time you see it, yeah, it works because you're like, you know, oh, what's going to happen? You don't right. know what's going to happen, right? But after you see it the first time, it, it doesn't have the replayability. Which do you make the movie for people watching it over and over again, or do you make it for the first time? This scene was certainly made for the first time viewer. Uh huh. But after that, it's yeah. just kind of boring, and I don't feel like the movie after this ever gets. To that point again. Well, even the fight as as Batman chases Joker into the, the, the construction building. building or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really have the same intensity level. Yeah, I mean, it's cool and everything. It's awesome. But, like, that, and that's why I like Batman Begins more. It doesn't have this scene because everything after this, it just doesn't work for me as yeah, much as it I did it. beforehand. I can see that. And um, so... Um, so they have the scene in the abandoned lot, and he captures Joker, but he doesn't kill him. He's just swinging there, and he's laughing. He's like, you don't understand. We're the same coin. We're going to be doing this forever. Yeah. I mean, it's so sad that it's Heath a, Ledger died, but God, I would have loved to see if, if he would have been in the next one. Oh, yeah. But um, so that happens. Um, he's also spying on everybody now, and Lucius Fox is mad, but then he blows it all up so he can't do it anymore. And then you think the movie's over. 
But no, we got like we one deal with, and this is like the other problem. It just keeps going at this point. Yeah, and then we have the scene where um, Batman now has to go because Two Face is totally crazy. He's kidnapped Gordon's son because he blames him for the death of. Yep. Now Rachel. we got to deal with Two Face, and um, he's got him at gunpoint. And although Batman doesn't kill him, but he straight up murders oh, Harvey. Oh yeah, he like throws him off a building. Yeah. People are like, no, he didn't kill him. Like, no, he tackles him well, off that building. There's not much surviving that. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he kills him. You can say what you want to say. He kills him. Yeah. So um, Harvey Dent's dead. So the white knight of Gotham is dead. The Joker has won. The, the Joker, Joker the Joker, wins this movie. The Joker wins the movie because... He might be captured. Because what has happened won. to Batman? Yeah. He's been forced to be the, the villain. Yeah. Batman at the end of this movie is the villain of Gotham City. Uh-huh. And um despite so, everything that's just happened. Yeah, the White Knight's dead, and if he wasn't dead, he was compromised beyond help. So yeah. he tells Gordon, he's like, I did this. Don't don't tell them what we need. We need this symbol. Yeah. Harvey Dent still needed to be yeah, the good guy. I can be Batman. And then like um there's a whole scene it's like where he's talking to his son, Gordon's talking to his son, he's like, Why are they chasing him? And it's this really cool scene of them. In slow motion, he's like, he knows that he has to be what this town needs. He's the hero that Gotham deserves. Yeah. But we will chase him. We will hound him. Yep. Because that is what we need. He is our Dark Knight. He boom, is our Dark Knight. Dark and then Knight. boom, the Dark Knight. And cut to end. Yeah. And god damn, this is a great movie. Wasn't it? So you mentioned earlier, and one of the reasons I like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies is because... Batman, for the first time, leaves Gotham City. Yes. And we start to see this world is not about Gotham City. I mean, think about all the characters in Gotham or in in, in Batman comic that are not surrounding Gotham City. You've got the, the League of Shadows. Mm-hmm. You've yeah, got Rachel Cool. All them. We start to see these in the Christopher Nolan versions. Mm-hmm. It, I just... this This trilogy, for me, is the pinnacle of Batman. Oh, yeah. And this is kind of that. Well, this isn't. This is an empire. Mm-hmm. From if you want to compare it to Star Wars, it's not empire. But I guess it kind of sets the scene the same way Empire does. Yeah, I mean, it is the empire of you know. It's as beloved as Empire. It's you know, if someone's gonna say which movie should I watch in the trilogy, it's this one. It's, it's the well, middle you, one. It's the dark one. You have to watch this one. Yeah. You don't I mean. You have to watch this one. If you don't watch this, and you won't get the third one. Mm-hmm. If you don't watch the first one, you'll still be fine watching this one. Yeah. I mean, like, because the first movie is a Batman origin story. Everybody knows Batman, so you can go into this one. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dark Knight Rises is... I mean, they even use the same... The first one's Batman Begins, and the second's Dark, Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises. And then the third one's Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I mean, Dark Knight Rises is the third one. It, it, which is a fantastic movie in and of its own right. Yeah. Um, Bane is just so good in the yeah. third movie. No, I expect you to die. I love Tom Hardy. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Um... But I agree. This is probably the best of the Batmans. As, as I talked about a couple weeks ago, Batman is my favorite comic book character. Mm-hmm. He's got such a great he, rogues gallery and such a great, doesn't he? you know, supporting cast. And everybody does their A-game. You know, there's a lot of times where comic book movies are felled by someone like, I'm in a comic book movie, so I'm going to be like, ooh, 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 you know, overacting or anything. Yeah, People not in these this, three. They take it seriously, you know. Um, These are the first three comic book movies that really took it to that serious, dark level that it needed to be at. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, yeah, you got the Marvel movies going on. You've got 
all and, this other stuff. But and the funny, I love Marvel movies. I do too. Uh, Marvel movies are better than DC movies right now. Except no doubt for these about three. It. Yeah, but I mean, like but as now, of right now. Yeah. But the funny thing is, the first Iron Man came out the same year as this. Hey, I don't. Iron Man's great. It's a good movie. I'd rather movie. see this. Yeah, I'd rather see this. But you know, Iron Man might have set up the Marvel universe for the next ten years so far. But you know, if you're going to be is like what superhero movie came out in 2008 you're gonna be like dark knight dark knight dark knight was huge i mean like if we look at the box office real quick this was the biggest movie of 2008 it made 533 million dollars um at the time it was i think three i think Uh, when it came out it was the third biggest movie behind titanic and um it might have been four. It might have been, might have been Star four. Wars. Yeah. But, um, I mean, like, it made more in the first six days than Batman Begins made overall because <coughs> everybody wanted to see this movie. And it wasn't just because Heath Ledger died and everybody wanted to see what he did. But um, if you look at the adjusted gross, it's about $688 million. So yeah. pretty much what uh, the new Avengers did, little under what Black Panther did. So, I mean, like, it was huge. This is a movie that I wish would have kickstarted the DC line of movies. Yeah, and they tried to because but the problem was they tried the next one they tried to do was Man of Steel, which again, I love the first two thirds of Man of Steel until yeah. it becomes he kills everyone. Yeah. But I mean like that's not you know, you're like It's not Superman. Yeah. They needed a totally different aesthetic for I, Superman. I wonder if part of the difference is Green Lantern would have worked, you know, in this kind of world. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, th- that was the problem. But, yeah, this is such an iconic movie. It's the best comic book movie ever made. I think um, it is. Heath Ledger won an Oscar. And I don't think it was just because he died. I think he won a No, he, he legit anyway. won this Oscar. He is amazing. I said it before, and I will say it again. I'll say it to the day I die. At no point was Heath Ledger in this movie. No, it's the Joker. The, Joker, the Joker was in this movie the yeah. whole way. At no point. Because even the best performances, you always go, okay, I just saw Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Or, okay, I just saw XYZ. I never saw Heath Ledger. Yeah, it's the Joker. He's the Joker. He's terrifying. And he's... And, and let me preface that by saying, I'm not a Heath Ledger fan. I mean, Heath Ledger was good. He's he was fine. great in Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, he's a fine actor, but he's, I'm not like... No, I, would, I love Heath I would have loved to see what he would have done after this. I would have too. Because I, you to know... To follow this performance up. Because he did... Brokeback Mountain than this. I mean, yeah. I think he was at his peak, and I would have. I think to see he was really. I think this. This would have shot. This would have shot a, him into a stratosphere where he would have gotten. It would have been like Tom Hanks in the '90s, where he, yeah, yeah, like Tom Hanks is a great actor, but he also got first pick of everything. So of course he's going to be nominated for like 17 Oscars because he's getting the best, you know, scripts. Of course, but um, Heath Ledger was there. Yeah. And this movie was just ginormous. Like I said, it's was I think the fourth biggest at the time. Um, in ninety in two thousand eight, it was the biggest that movie. Was number one, um, followed by Iron Man, way above Iron Man. Yeah, and I mean, there's like two hundred million in between one and two. Oh yeah. And like I said, Iron Man. I don't know what that third movie is. I've never heard of that. Yeah, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Never heard of that one. Hancock's number four. That's a movie I liked. I sh- we should watch. We that. should watch it. Yeah, we, we should do that because I remember it was actually pretty good. Then Wall-E. But Look I mean, at this like, though. It's like Wall-E, Kung Fu Panda, and Madagascar, and t- and Doctor Seuss in the top ten. Yep. Four of the top ten are kids' movies. Yeah, well, it's still that way. Quantum yeah. Solace is up there, which I don't think anybody ever mm, remembers. But you know, 
2008 was Dark Knight. Oh, like 90, that proves it right there. Yeah, 89 was Batman. This was Dark Knight. Iron Man came out this year. It's, you know, Iron Man has helped more because it spawned literally 20 movies that have all done over $150 million, some all the way up to like 700 Million. Yeah. So Iron Man spawned a much larger franchise. Yeah, and it but was Dark Knight was the much larger movie. It was and influential. To this day, fight me if you disagree, but I will put Dark Knight against any movie in the MCU. Oh god, yeah. Any movie. I I like I'm I'm not that fanboy that likes DC more than Marvel or anything. Marvel makes more enjoyable movies that I can watch over and over <clears> again, but none of them are as good as Dark Knight. No. None of them even come close. No. I, but that's not saying those are bad because nothing comes close to Dark Knight. Dark Knight. I, is I will say this: up there, Marvel tends to make a much better cinematic movie right now than DC does. Yes, right. I now. don't know why. I think DC is just struggling with an identity crisis in yeah. the movies. In the movie, realm. Yeah, they, don't, they don't know what they want. I'm and hoping. I, with... I think that's a part. I think. I think a part of that comes from the Marvel universe right now. Yeah. They, but, how are you going to fit in? How is DC trying to play itself to fit into the Marvel universe and it's having a hard time? Yeah, but Marvel, you know, as of that time, Marvel, 10 years ago, like, we're going to do this. We're going to take our time. We're going to introduce Iron Man. We're going to introduce Thor. We're going to introduce Captain America. We're going to introduce all this stuff. Right. And they're not going to be interspersed that much. And then we'll get to the Then Avengers. we'll put them all together. After, like, the Avengers came out five years after. The rest of these movies, I think, or four. It was a while. Like it was. the problem with DC is after they made Batman, they're like, "We're gonna do Dark Knight, but with Man of Steel." It didn't really work. Didn't work. They're like, "Okay, we're gonna try it again, but now we're gonna add Batman into the Man of Steel world." Didn't work. Didn't at work all. at all. And they were just right, throwing. They were just throwing stuff at the wall. Okay, let's do Justice League. And it <coughs> just, I mean, like they literally keep getting worse. Yeah. I mean, Wonder Woman wasn't terrible. Yeah, but Wonder Woman didn't have that world building. All the other <coughs> ones are like, let's build a world, let's build a world. Yeah, right. I know. And I think we're at a place, though, where DC might be better because um, we're doing this right after Comic-Con. The Shazam trailer was, was so good. wonderful. Love Zach Levi. So good. Um, the stuff Aquaman, I heard, Aquaman trailer is going to be good. good. Again, I, I, I like Jason I like Jason Momoa. Momoa. As a matter of fact, Zach Levi said something at, at Comic-Con over the weekend about Jason Momoa. I mean, he said, you know, something to the effect of, you know, it was an honor to meet the guy here and be welcomed in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. He said, I just hope Jason Momoa puts up some signposts so we all don't get lost in those dreamy eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, I, but Aquaman looks fun. It's not as dour as Batman versus Superman. Correct. It's, it's going to be, I think Aquaman is going to be the Thor of the DC. If they yeah. do it right, yeah. it's going to be the Thor and of then, the DC universe. Um, they have the next Wonder Woman that's going to take place in the 80s, which I'm all for. I'm all Maybe for this. But yeah, I mean like. But they've got to figure, but before DC can be successful, they have to figure out where they're going with Batman and Superman. Yes. Because, yeah, I'm cool with Green Lantern and and and, and Wonder Woman and but Aquaman, fix- but you've got to fix Batman and Superman. Not even Batman as much. Okay, make him the old grizzly. But, like, Justice League, it wasn't as bad as Batman versus Superman. It had so many flaws. It, it had so potential, many but it could have been a but lot worse. least, you know, the thing I hate about Batman versus Superman, I have a Superman tattoo. Yeah. It's not for Superman, but what Superman means to me, I have the symbol of hope on my shoulder. Yep. Because Superman is supposed to be the best so, of know, the world. And here's the thing, you know... It plays into Superman. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about about the the, the premise of hope. Mm-hmm. It means different things to different people. 
I tend to believe in fate and I believe that signs are put out for a reason Mm -hmm. and that, you know, you have this hope, you know, something happens in your life and you have this hope that something better is coming. Yes. That's what Superman represents. Yes. And he represents the best of us. It does. As Bill and Ted say, be excellent excellent to each other. other. And you know what drove me nuts about Batman and Superman? He wasn't. He turns it off. Yeah. No, the the thing that, I mean, like, I was, I'm not one of those that are like, oh, they changed this part of the story or anything like that. I don't care about that. I don't care if they change stuff. Yeah. But the time when, like, he's investigating Batman. Yeah. And he sees on the TV that there's, like, a flood. And he just sighs. He's going like, oh, I gotta go do that. Yeah, like, it's a nuisance. Like, fuck you. Superman would be out of there. Do it. Help them and be okay. So you're a Superman guy. I'm a Batman guy. The part about the movie Batman and Superman that bothered me is Batman flat fucking is a serial yeah, killer. That too. Now I am. I think Batman is a better character. Like his okay, stories yeah. are better. Well, yeah. I am a Superman person because I like the symbol of hope. I like I, what Superman. I is. get it. Yeah. I mean, but hope. you know, if I actually had like, I'm going to be super. I'm Team Superman before 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 that. But if you're going to say, do you want to read Superman or a Batman. Superman or Batman story? I'm picking Batman. I mean. You got a choice in 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 DC Rebirth. Are you going to start picking up the the Superman Rebirth, or are you going to pick up Batman Rebirth? Well, it's Bendis is doing Superman, so probably. Well, there but, you go. Well, that's, yeah, that's but not for fair, the last you know thirty years, yeah. yeah, it's Batman. You know, and uh, like that's the reason Dark Knight works because so dark. So if Superman <clears throat> represents this hope, this feeling of hope, this feeling of of fate is smiling on us, this mm-hmm. feeling of of just hope is the right word. Batman is the antithesis of that. Yeah, Batman is. I'm going to. I'm save going to you. go through the. I'm going to go through hell. Yeah, and I will get you. Yeah, but it's like I'll save you, but it's going to be. It's going to be painful. It's going to be painful. And it's going to be scary, and you're not going to want to see me. Yeah, I'm going to be that shadow that helps you. Like Superman will get in front of the bullet and smile and say, "How <clears> are you doing, Miss?" Batman will beat up the guy when he's pointing the gun at you behind right. you without you knowing. That that's the right. difference between the two. Right. And Dark Knight was so good because they told this crime story and all about this escalation and all these themes that are in this movie right. for Batman. Right. And with the Superman, they didn't figure that out because they got first of all, they got the wrong director. Now, again, Man of Steel, the first two thirds of it I love. There was a yeah. part where I actually cried. Like, I thought it was so beautiful. Which part was that? Actually, it was at the end, but it was oh, okay. where um, there's just a scene where he's like, do you think dad would have been proud of me? Oh. And then you just had the scene where Kevin Costner yeah. sees him, and it's this really malick yeah. shot with like him with his about, hands yeah. on his hips and the cape the wind, behind the cape. him. God, I love that scene. Yeah, that's a good scene. Um, but yeah. Batman does not have that kind of scene. Yeah, but um, Bat- Dark Knight was... And it's so funny. Like, usually I say you have to give a movie a few years to really talk about, is it one of the greatest? Sure. I think people understood that Dark Knight was going to go down as one of an all-time greats they had by to. the end of July. Oh, yeah, they had to. By the end of July. Like, the movie came out in the middle of July. By the end of July, there it, there's usually, like, a five-year waiting period. No, you yeah. knew this was great. Yeah. And like I said, it's only been ten years. This came out the same year as Iron Man. Doesn't Iron Man seem like it came out years after this? I feel like, well, yeah, I mean, I mean because the MCU still is yeah. still there, whereas I feel like the DCU is not there. It's not. And, um, you know, again, who would your, like, if you had to pick the four best villains, 
Who would they be? Like I said, four best comic villains or super no, just, or, or Batman. Just, no, just in movies. Oh, okay. Who are the well, four most iconic, the best villains. Well, the Joker's like, in there. The Heath this Ledger, Joker, Heath Ledger Joker. Yes. Like if I'm making Mount Rushmore, it's the Heath Ledger. Heath Joker. Ledger Joker. You can call all of them. Like I say, I ride or die for Mark Hamill. He's a great Joker, but it's the Heath Ledger Joker. Heath Ledger Joker. Um, it's Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. We just talked about this Darth Vader. Yeah. You gotta stick in. I there. gotta stick Darth Vader in there. And you know the fourth one, it can be a lot of different people. You could stick, you could stick any number of a few different people mm-hmm. in there. Like I said, Hannibal Lecter would probably be in the conversation. Um, Michael Myers would be up there because he was kind of before. Like I'd put him before. Sure. The rest of them. Um, sure. I mean, John Doe from Seven. Yeah. He actually wins. Um, Kaiser Soze, like you said. Um, from Hans Glorious, Landa. Yeah, Hans Landa from Glorious Bastards. Sauron. Sauron. Uh, the T-1000, if you want to go with it. Um, there's a lot of good villains. So that fourth one would be kind of hard. I mean, people would probably say Voldemort, but I don't know if he was a great movie villain so yeah. much as, you know, a great literary villain. Right. I agree. Um, I mean, I'm just kind of looking through some of these. Uh, I might put Sugar up there from... Um, no Country from Old Man. If you want to go a little older, Harry Lime from um, Third Man would be a great one. Sure. But, you know, one of, like, it's easy to get three. And it's Gruber, Darth Vader, and, and Heath Hunt, Ledger Joker. And this Heath Ledger Joker. Yep. He deserved every single award he got. So, I think I we've, I think we've gone through <clears throat> most of our outline, but let's see if there's any question we haven't answered. Uh, um, best scene. Best scene. For me, it's, like I said, the blowing up and then that scene where everything's quiet and the joker is there what about you um two that stand out to me is and we talked about one of them is the upper and lower whacker scene yes that's my second Love that. favorite and for whatever reason i like the scene of heath ledger walking away from that hospital as is exploding in his nurse's outfit yeah and then like he hits it and, then and he hits it, it and then it explodes yeah, yeah. That, uh, well i mean there's literally an hour of this movie that is cinematic bliss and oh it yeah starts, it's there yeah i mean like the whole thing the whole thing's great, but right. there is, you know, if you want to talk about Spinal Tap, it goes to 11. Yeah. And from the Wacker Drive so, through the hospital. That's the 11. Every single second of those. And taking that into the worst scene is is where it goes down to about a 7. Yeah. the Which is the boats. Ships, yeah, the ships. The ships. It just drug on too long. It does. Um, champion of the film, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Christian sorry. Bale, your movie was Batman Begins. Uh, Michael Caine had Dark Knight Rises. Other, this is Heath Ledger. Other actors were fantastic in this yeah, movie. But it's Heath Ledger. But I don't care how good of a performance you put in, Heath Ledger blew you away. Yeah. Scotty Pippen and Horace Grant were great on the Bulls. Yeah. It was Michael Jordan. Yeah. There's no, I mean, this is he This is Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. This is Wayne Gretzky. This is Michael Jordan. This yeah. is however you want to say it. Yeah, it's not bad to be Mark Messier. No, no, there's nothing wrong with being Messier, but yeah. Yeah, so, um, uh, would it do well today? Yeah. Yeah, it was only 10 years ago. Yeah. Still do well today. And I think it would actually almost do better do today. better, yeah. Christopher Nolan's a bigger name. Well, that and they made the, a big the superhero genre is it's in bigger. full swing now. Yeah. I mean, back then it was kind of like but, we were starting to be cool to be nerds. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you take Dark Knight out, would there be a Logan? Would there be that escalation where you took serious, you could do serious I don't know, it'd be tough. I, I don't, it'd be tough. I don't think if there was, I don't think, like, a lot of them would still be around. I don't think I mean, you look at be. You look at X-Men. X-Men was always a, yeah. it was never a deep, dark, 
comic until really until Logan. Mm-hmm. And obviously X-Men isn't Logan, but it's a continuation of the X-Men story. Yeah. I you're right, I don't know. Um but it's 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 huge now to be a nerd. Mm-hmm. And I so, I so I actually think this movie I think this movie would be even bigger today. I think so. Than it was 10 years ago. Um who would you recast? First of all, you know, we joked about about bringing Alan Rickman back in the last movie. Yeah. You can't do you can't the, do Joker the Joker without Heath Ledger. Yeah. And, you know, for Suicide Squad, God help them. They Jared tried Lito. to do a different oh, Joker. God, that was horrible. But at least they didn't try to do Heath Ledger again. <clears throat> Which was, I will give them props. And again, like, I understand different interpretations. It was a terrible Oh, God, thing, it's horrible. At least they didn't try to do that. Um, Joaquin Phoenix, I just, I don't. I don't understand what's going on. It might be Not really sure. good, but I I don't know who I would get for that. I'd want someone that you just wouldn't expect. I'd want someone that, like, almost a Tom Hanks-esque person that is just, you know... You known. need somebody who's unexpected to jump into this role and take it over. Yeah. Who's going to come in and command this role. Yeah, because you want someone, like, who is that, like, everybody loves and, you know... They're just everybody's favorites. Like, oh, yeah, I love him. Like a Tom Hanks. I don't know who the Tom I, Hanks is. I don't know who that is right now. Yeah, but someone like that in The Joker. Um, Batman, not Ben Affleck. Not Ben Affleck. But, you I'm know, sorry, it's, ben. Not his, it's not his fault. But you know what? The good it thing really about is it is, it. I mean, no, it's not. But Batman Batman is such a, <clears throat> it's a role that can be played. It's a James Bond. Yeah. It really is. You had your Keaton. You had Clooney. You had. Kilmer. 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 Kevin Conroy. <laughs> yeah. But um, I love Christian Bale as not love, ba- not Batman, Bruce Wayne. No, but Bruce Wayne. Um, God, who would I get as Batman today? Who cares? Jason Momoa. <laughs> He's Aquaman. He can be all of them. He'll just be all of the all he'll the be Wonder Woman too. Okay. Um, who? I don't know if I I don't know. I can't think of who I would cast as a Batman today. I don't know. And like the problem you know, is like most of the big actors are a different superhero. Well, I guess the thing is is like. Have you seen the thing where it says, you know, you either live as one or or, or your career is short enough you become two? Uh-huh. Like, I mean, look at even Ryan Reynolds. He, he he's been two superheroes. Um, um, um Chris Evans yeah, has been, been two, 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 three, three now. Yeah, yeah. three. Um, well, um, I guess the Scott Pilgrim wasn't a good guy. Well, I guess not. Um, Michael B. Jordan's uh, been Michael two. Michael B. Jordan's been been two. Mm, two of them. Yeah. So I mean, everybody's been two now. Even I mean, it's just like so. You could even theoretically steal a Marvel guy to mm-hmm. come over and play, but I don't know who I'd steal. I mean, like, maybe Ryan Gosling would be a good Batman. He might be. He'd be a good Bruce Wayne. He would certainly be a good Bruce Wayne. He could turn on that charm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear Robert De Niro might be in the Joker movie, though? I did hear that. Who's That's he going to be? I don't know. I don't either. Old man Joker? <laughs> Old man Joker. He's in the cro- or rocking chair telling him. He's sitting next to, uh, he's fighting off Bubba Hotep. Yep. But I want um, Al Pacino to play his character from Heat in this movie. Okay. In the Joker movie. He's like, no, I Joker went after it. Because she's got a nice ass. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, would it do well? I, yes. <coughs> oh, cast would be hard. Would you pay to rent this movie? Again, yeah, I own just it. buy it. I own it on DVD, yeah. Blu-ray, and digital, so. Yeah, it's worth it. Buy it. Um, it's it's worth also on TNT like every five every, hours. Every few hours, yeah. It is worth your time to, to take the time and watch this movie. Yes. I mean, you talk about 
other movies that Chris Nolan has done that's made him huge now. Uh-huh. Interstellar, Inception. Inception is like... Uh, um, Dunkirk. Yeah, Dunkirk. Um, I love The Prestige. Prestige that was, was good. Uh, literally, I mean, that was before him. You know, but I mean, good lord. What do you... Uh, you're right, though. He would be even a bigger hit today. Yeah. By the way, I absolutely loved Dunkirk. Yeah. The you talk about the the music. Mm-hmm. That the, music had my palms sweating. But again, it's by it's done by the same yep, people. I know. Like that actually won best editing, it sound effects editing, because there's also that hint of the ticking clock. That, I love that. And that. Yeah, I mean, like all of his movies. That is just so good. So many, like again, I think it's just. People want to be cool and they'll bash Nolan now. Like, oh, he's not that, you know, big. I'd take this guy. No, he is good at what he does. If you need a movie director, Mm -hmm. producer, whatever you want to call it, that's going to give you that, Mm -hmm. name one you're going to get other than Chris Nolan. Yeah, that's, I mean, if I, if I was making Batman, uh, Bond. I'd be the first person I'd, I'd go after. I'd be calling Chris Nolan to make Bond. If I'm trying to make something about Mary, no. I'm not calling Chris for Nolan. <laughs> it would be in five different time periods. Yeah. Um, there'd be, be flashbacks weird. that you wouldn't know. It would be very strange. There'd be weird tubas. But, like, yeah, it, the music's always overpowering. But it's part of the to be. movie. And, and, like, the best example, I mean, yeah, there's great examples throughout this movie, but it's just Dunkirk was yeah. the best example of that to me because... Dunkirk was the only movie I've been in in a very long time that made me physically uncomfortable to be in the movie. Yeah. I sweat of, the whole time. Yeah, because there was like that ticking sound and it was just... And that background. plane, that goddamn Spitfire yeah. is still flying yeah. with no engine. <laughs> we have talked about that so much. Tom Hardy runs out of gas <laughs> halfway through that he movie. He flies and shoots down two more bombers. He goes onto the beach, decides he doesn't want to land here. He Spins goes to a beach. He goes back, says hi to someone in England, and flies he just, back. He just did the air show in Terre Haute, Indiana yeah. last weekend. And, uh, you know, so. But, uh, yeah, God. Um, but, yeah, just Dark Knight's great. Everybody knows yeah. it. Um, if you're one of those people that say that um, – Christopher Nolan's overrated and his movies aren't that good. I'm sorry, in 15 years, everybody's going to think you're a pretentious jackass. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's easy the same to... thing happened with Spielberg. Yeah. They were, they were saying to Spielberg, well, Jaws really wasn't that good. Well, it's well, so Raiders of Lost Ark's not that good. It's so easy to jump on somebody like this because it's all fashionable right now to jump yeah. on Christopher Nolan. Okay, two things. Number one, like you said, in five years, everybody's going to look at you like you're a dick. Yeah. And number two... Tell me who directs The Dark Knight better. Mm-hmm. Name it. N- give who, me one. Who could have done Inception at all? N- yeah, give me somebody. Like Interstellar? It's not Interstellar's, my favorite. Interstellar's the, the movie that you probably could have another director for. Yeah. But, but that's, that's also not his... I don't think that's his niche. No. Inter, uh, Inception, the Batman movies. Prestige. Prestige. Memento. Dunkirk. Yeah. All those are great. You give me another director that can do those at that level. Yeah. And there maybe we'll chat. Yeah. There isn't anybody. There isn't. So, um, yeah, watch that. Now this is a sad part for me because I've made this long because Steve's leaving me for like two weeks now. So, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to be with another lover. Yeah. You're going to be with a lot of them, actually. Mm. You're going to you, hold me like you held me at the <laughs> lake. He's going to the I, lake without me. I will hold you. Every time I hold someone at the lake, I will be dreaming of you. Yes, but... How's that? That's By the way, good. it's not going to... 
I'm not going to dream of you. Oh. Just, I'll get in the hot tub and... With, like, a lot of guys? No. (laughs) God, no. Isn't that who you're going up there with, though? Well, yeah, but if I get in naked, maybe they won't get in. (laughs) Um, But, you know, so... But we have a few... We've done a few, so... We have. uh, The other one's up. This will go up while he's gone, so... I'm I'm putting this up. uh, Assuming we have Wi-Fi, I'll put it up on on Friday. Uh Uh-huh. And then when he gets back, we'll do um, Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan, and then into some interesting movies in the August. Uh, Saving Private Ryan episode will take. You know, you might want to you might want to book a Dan Carlin style <laughs> yeah. time frame for this one. Um, I have a lot to say about Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just watched that one the other day, and um, yeah, I got a lot to say about that. Yep. Um, but for now, we'll end this one. Dark Knight. Go watch. If you haven't watched it, first of all, what the hell? Yeah, where have you been? Where have you been years? for ten years? Uh, second of all, rewatch it. Rewatch it. And third it still of all, is good. just buy the goddamn movie. Don't rent yeah. it. Yeah. Buy just... all three of them. Go to Walmart. Buy the three pack. Boom. Done. Yep. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye.